This is PBE Daily Early Mornings and Late Night Podcast and my name is Point Blank Ivumbi and I'm ecstatic I get to make this episode because I feel this is probably the right time to actually put this in perspective for a lot of people and I want to actually put it in perspective in the right way because not only was this a great day to be alive but it was also a great day for me to actually give the perfect props to a person who I think has earned the right to be told he is the best of the best and I chose to do this for this person because I feel he's one of the few people who played a very monumental role in making me learn quite a lot as far as the game needs to evolve and it can only evolve if you take the time to better it yourself and when i say the game i mean the comic book game in particular i'm dedicating this episode to a guy who i've initially thought of him as a person who was a competitor as far as the game of comic books was concerned but as i finally got to know him and actually be around him and befriend him i believe he is amongst the best of all of us if not the best of all of us he recently as recently as last year told us that i intend to release at least 10 new books in the next coming year or in the months leading up to a full year and I've seen this man play the part and he gave us a schedule and he laid it all out and he mapped out his entire plan. And this gentleman, when he said this, I'm actually looking at a post right now on Facebook, which is a post that is giving me a memory post of something I posted three years ago, trying to understand if I could actually make something happen as a virtual comic. And I never released the title. I put out the name of the title, but I never released it. And the weird thing is, three years later, as we speak, I finally have notes in my head of how to best tell the story in a poignant way. There's been a three-year, two-year gap between most of my publications, but not for this gentleman. And this gentleman I'm speaking about is a gentleman known as Salim Busuru. Salim is Salim is my hero, man. This guy, he's achieved things that to most other people will be seen as trivial but to me i find them to be the most monumental successes especially in a world where the game didn't really give you enough of uh leeway or enough of display of try your best he battled it out with the greatest of, greatest of them he of course to a certain extent many of us artists have this problem we probably surround a few people the wrong way but he moves to the beat of his own drum he makes his own pace he makes his own angle and he found a way to make a life out of it he found a way to find love in the same process and he found a way to actually find peace in that and i know it probably is not uh, often brought up in that sense but when you have a job that not many people can understand or not many people can embrace because they've never seen it done before it ends up becoming a bit of an achilles heel and when i think about the angle he took he was willing to collaborate with authors he was willing to collaborate with writers and bring their ideas to life because i think and i've never talked to him about this and i hope one day i get to interview him and actually speak to him but everything i'm going to speak on this episode is my perspective from outside looking in as a person who's in the same field as him and a person who i believe he betters every last one of us by being the greatest version of himself he always constantly is and i can't thank the stars enough that i got to be around such a person in my lifetime and the excesses he goes to in support of what i do and the, the extent i try as much as possible to be in support of what he does i mean there's some occasions when i we'd, we'd literally just buy each other's books as phase one of like that's me giving you my blessing and you giving me your blessing and this is something that we accepted that we need to change the culture that we had of how competitive people were. And I'll take it from this angle and put it to you this way. What I understand about Salem and how I know Salem, 
I remember hearing about him in regards to making animation pieces for some of the marketing material for the Jamison Live concerts. I also remember seeing his work in that he would churn out countless visuals of spitballing ideas that he has and he puts them online. I remember seeing the visuals he'd create and in many of those visuals that he would actually put out, it always was Afrocentric and unapologetically Afrocentric. I remember that there was one period in time he took the ideas of Star Wars and made an Afro version of Star Wars just to poke at the idea of what stops them from making something of that sort. And I remember when I saw the visuals he actually made in the last minute of preparing to make his books come out and to find the order that he created to have a studio to work in collaboration with other studios and then eventually choose to go his own way and, and further his own path and his own career. In the entire time he was doing all this, I was still wrapping my head around trying to come up with book one, book two, book three. I've only published four books that I've written and one book, no correction, two books that all I did was illustrate. There could be three, but I've lost track. I tend to forget my past successes because I'm already moving forward and not no disrespect to the old work, but I feel it's like already the waters have been chartered, so we have to give on, keep on going to make the next thing happen. Uh, I'm never too tied to past successes because I feel if I stay too tied to past successes, I'll end up not considering that I should move on and I should try something else and try get even more successful in other endeavors. Salim, when he said 10 books, in the shortest time possible. And he said it was 10 books in two years, I think that's what he said. I, for, I forget, and for the guys who were there for the Com Explosion event last, the first uh, Com Explosion event before the one that happened this week, you probably will correct me in that, but he gave titles. He said what the titles were about, each and every one, all 10. He said what he intends to do in each book, and he mapped out the release periods and release dates of all those books. Now, I don't know how many of them he hit and how many of them he missed, but he did that fulfillment. And when I saw that, I loved it because it. it I, I literally turned to him and I said, okay, challenge accepted. <laughs> Fair enough. And when I say challenge accepted, I mean this. If he can put 10 books out, it means the comic book industry as a whole receives 10 new contributions to literary work in the comic book style and in the comic book theme and the comic book genre and regardless of any genre that actually chooses to go into and I started thinking about the different book ideas that I have. I currently have 11 graphic novel ideas outside of the two books that I already have that I'm currently working on and I want to be able to release at least two or three of those books. Now, one of the books, which was the image that actually I say was posted three years ago of me saying I want to do this virtual book, I then decided to pull away from the idea of making it a virtual comic or a virtual comic because I felt the story could be layered in many different ways and I started mapping out what the narrative would be three years ago. Now, I'm going to not give myself excuses. I'm not going to try and give myself a, a, an, an out in why it, take, it took forever for me to even start working on this book because I feel it doesn't better anyone for me to complain about things I said I wanted to do and I didn't do them. My big issue is I, I want to write all these books that I came up with the ideas of. One of the books that, and actually the key book that I'm actually finally getting clean ideas three years later of how to actually have the book flow as far as the narrative before I start drafting the notes and everything. One of the reasons why I didn't do it as quickly or as uh, turnover time was so fast is because I hadn't figured out what the story is. 
in many cases when i look about the stories of comic book history when it comes to the guys who actually made the initial comic books come to life back in the day you had to come up with like a theme or a script for a weekly comic you had to come up with a, with a script for a monthly comic and i think i've also mentioned on this on, on this podcast that the idea for thanos was born on a whim and it was supposed to be just a minor character that just came and went and then that character was then picked up and used again and again until it became this iconic figure that years later ended up becoming one of the reasons for blockbuster successes in film and when i think about those things i always try to consider like my job when i realized that it's important for me to try and make a legacy and quality of work i had to find a pocket that i felt i belong in and because i'm so in my head about this it's why it also ends up making me become very very introverted and even in the episode that just be i just made before uh i didn't and i don't find it useful to say that i am fully engaged in knowing what my narrative is supposed to be just yet and if i'm not certain about the narrative I won't jump the gun because I'm afraid that the game is going to pass me and go. And I always gave myself this out. This is the first time I'm going to use an out for me to just give myself a caveat for me and my excuses. I am okay with more than one person publishing, releasing and making comic books because they're making an industry come to life. At the point when I come with my contribution, these individuals, such as Salim, will have already set up enough of a basis so that anybody who's curious for new material may pick up what I come up with. My obligations for the remaining months of 2020 are to finish the artwork and prepping for the second issue of Shadow Walkers and the third issue of Enrough, of which Enrough hasn't been out in two years and so has even Shadow Walkers hasn't been out in two years. In those two years, why I wasn't out, things were being done. At no point will I say that in these endeavors that I have for comic books that I stopped working because I wasn't working on something else. That That's never going to be the case. I, I just shelve certain things because I want to do them in a certain way. And I also wanted to better the craft itself because I'll tell you this, even in the two-year gaps, three-year gaps that exist between most of my comic books, you can see the learning curve of the improvement of my work, the improvement of the quality of my work, the betterment of my use of light and dark, and the betterment of the use of rendering, and all these things. I know that's a lot of comic book gibberish, but you understand that for me to be able to make quality work, I have got to take the time to do it right i have to be patient with it i have to run the 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 laps according to how it's supposed to be and i'm learning so much more in time i'm even learning how to better tell narratives i've written uh, motion comics i've written graphic no graphic comics I've, i want to write graphic novels now i want to release compilations there's certain books for example home guard which i've actually resolved and i've concluded to myself that i will release that book when the time is right and i'm going to release as a graphic novel it feels like i'm looking for an excuse out but when you sit down and talk to a filmmaker and you sit down and talk to a fellow comic book author and they say that story requires that you just tell the whole story start to finish in one foul swoop that's what i'm trying to do with all my graphic novel ideas these were ideas that i intended to use in the next 10 years to make 10 different graphic novels this gentleman said he's going to put out 10 books in a two-year period if that doesn't make you look up to a man nothing ever will 
Salim, I feel, is a big inspiration to me because he also is the first to extend a hand and tell you, like, yo, sometimes you don't have to talk to everybody. Like, one time we were discussing about how some of our heroes, as far as the comic book field and the comic industry was concerned, many of us have been scarred by some of the guys we look up to. I've been lucky enough, and the few people who actually have gotten to have a friendship and a relationship with, they've been nothing but genuine and good to me. And I'm happy with those individuals. In other cases, he'd say, why do we need to talk to them? They didn't do anything to improve the game. And when I hear him say that, he's not saying it out of malice. He's not saying it to be mean. He's not saying it to actually shoot those people down. He's saying it because nostalgia sometimes can stand in your way. Nostalgia and keep treating people as if they're on this pedestal sometimes could be the worst thing you do for yourself. And I understood where he was coming from when he said that in the sense of, I'll, I'll put it to you like this. Ever noticed sometimes there's this performing acts who you truly, truly love and respect? And these performing acts, you wanna be able to actually show them every chance you get that, yo, I'm so grateful that you existed because thanks to people like you, I was able to become my own person. I was able to become my own voice. I was able to become my own movement. I was able to become my own energy drive and all these things. When you hear people speak in those kind of platitudes about people in the past, and sometimes you meet these people, they're not what they used to be. Some of them let themselves go. Some of them fell short. I mean, I remember the first time when I met some of my rap heroes and to see them drunk out of their minds and to see them taking drugs and just not being who I looked up to. The skill is still there, but the person isn't. And to see that, I felt it's not good sometimes for you as Icarus to fly up and actually touch the sun. There's a reason the wax melted on Icarus's wings. And in that regard, I decided I'm just gonna play my version of what I think I am. I've done that for my art, I've done that for my rap, I've done that for my freestyles, I've done that for my event hosting. I even do that for the radio show that I host, by Sunday Cruise, hope you guys get a chance to actually check it out. And when I look at individuals like Salim, I have hope. I have even immense hope. Salim Busuru was one of the first guests to actually look at my art and tell me, you have a style. And I can tell your style because you are not afraid of pushing the ink. And he, he finally revealed to me who his inspiration for art was, which is Mike Manolia, the creator of Hellboy. And he could see my inspiration was Jack Kirby because of the kind of bulky characters I draw. To have that kind of understanding of a person's craft just from observing the craft, I gained even more love and respect for this man. And when I saw that he released three new books and he's made sure that they stay in a figure that is pocket friendly for everyone to actually get to purchase, I don't know to what extent it's actually hurting his pockets, but that he's doing that, I am so proud of this man. I am so proud of this man. And it's why, and I know some of the other guys may take offense, but <laughs> I decided to give him uh, the title that I'm giving him right now, but I think Salim is Odin. I think Salim is the one making our Valhalla. I think he's making our utopic space. 
And before you attack the whole idea of me using Norse mythology and all that, let's put it to you this way. Let's do some reverse gentrification then. If they're going to gentrify African stuff or African-American stuff, we're going to gentrify European stuff by giving it a black touch. How's that? Let's see how that fits for a second. And I'm not even saying that to be biased or bashful. In every single one of these stories of Norse mythology or Greek mythology and all that, when we go into the when we, when we get into the mythology bag, we're gonna go get lost in, in in the woodwork, of course. But always remember, all these guys got their ideas from the stars. Their imaginations may have gone to different names. At the end of the day, somehow that stuff turned into Christendom and all that comes with it. Don't shoot the messenger. Just go find some other pieces of the message that actually exist. In my regard, long story short. I would like to make this episode to say congratulations and salutations to Salim for making his new books come out. I can't wait to join you on that list of gentlemen who've actually put out countless books. And you continue to be a force of nature, my friend. And I can't wait to to join you up there because you you continue to be the star that I can't touch. And (laughs) to see you continue in this path and being this great force of nature and above and beyond like the amount of timeless things that are going to be said about this man i just i'm glad i get to say a few things now in a time when i get to know him personally and the game has improved thanks to this man the game i haven't even read the books yet but i'm already saying that they're out counts for something and history shall not forget the fact that in 2020 a gentleman took the time to put out something that would actually entertain educate and motivate an entire globe but sparking from his home country kenya so this is a blessed blessed period to be alive and i'm just glad that i finally have the perfect notes to continue the narrative of a story that i've been putting in in, on hold for three years and even the new ideas that i've gotten to add to the list of graphic novels i want to make and the magic number is 10 there are 10 graphic novel ideas of which i have never really revisited all of them but right now they're about to turn into nine because this one piece that was three years on hold, I firmly believe that right now I may have a way to give it the perfect ending and I may begin drafting it, writing it and illustrating it and potentially publishing it eventually. And then there'll be nine. And as long as I'm glad I have a person who I can look up to as my Caesar, Hopefully, I will do a good job of actually following in his footsteps and every other footsteps that came before him. He's in that pantheon. He's, he's up there. He's on that top five. And I'm not ashamed to say it. I'm going to give people their roses and their flowers in their lifetime. But for now, thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode. I hope you're glad to actually have two for one as far as being me being away and me coming back with a bang. Until next time, be Caesar or be nothing at all. God bless, be good, take care of each other, love each other, hold each other close. Take Check on your, on your strongest friends. Do that in particular, because I know for a fact I needed to be checked on and I was gladly checked on. I found my pack, you could find your pack too. Until next time, who knows?